Music and fun. Miskin Radio. So this is a show where we bring you guests from comedy, acting and music with live performances. And all the new music I have for you in the next hour is from your local area, including tonight, a very special world exclusive from Aid Lewis. But it's all about guests. So my first guest tonight is comedian Kieran Helmore. Hello, Kieran. Hello, hello, hello. Or should I say... Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Good day. Uh, and our musician in session is Tom Johnson. Welcome, Hello. Tom. So, as for you, get in touch with us on Twitter using the hashtag the KP Sessions, and see what we're up to throughout the show as well on Instagram and Snapchat. We'll have loads of videos and photos throughout the night up until eight o'clock. So, uh, we're going to come to to comedian uh, Kieran Helmore first. Now, I don't know how we're going to do this. There's two Kieran's, but we're going to soldier on. We're I'm very soldier. confused. I've been confused <laughs> all day ever since I've entered this building. I have not known where I am or what's going on, and that's why you weren't wearing trousers. So, uh, I never do. Well, yeah, uh, they're called shorts. Um, mm. Right now, you're from Australia. I am, uh, but what? But you, you don't like sport and you don't like surfing. You're completely yeah, destroying the stereotype. Honest, I'm, I'm, I'm quite offended that a lot of, a lot of the English tend to, you know, you know, it's a bit racist of them to just assume that all Australians are into sport. I grew up really fat. I grew up overweight. You know, that I was, I was uh, on the back of my year twelve jersey. I got fatty. I'm not joking. And you know, mm, it was one of these nice. things where you know. When I was playing, here's a quick little story for you. Back when I was a kid, I was playing football, soccer, as we call it in Australia, which is not the correct term. But anyway. It is. It is actually the correct term, but we haven't is got it? enough time. That soccer is correct, yeah. Are we about to get into a heated debate about that? No. Maybe way. this is something we should do during an advert, but soccer okay, is no the worries. correct term. So yeah, anyway, I played, I was in a football team. I was playing fullback. I was goalie once. I, I was not good. Suffice to say, overweight kids don't do well at sport. So a sense of uh, a sense of kind of what do you call it? Uh, competitiveness was just mm-hmm. not instilled in me as a child. Never got into sport. I don't mind a bit of tennis. Roger Federer is a good bloke, but you know, I just don't. don't just and not surfing as well, like now. Say say again. And surfing, like because that's a stereotypical thing as well, isn't it, mate? The thing is, when you grow up overweight. In Australia, you still go to the beach, so you have to wear a thing called a rashy. It's a rash vest, right? So right. you put this on, so you get tan on your arms, right? But your body's just white as, yeah, yeah. you know, white as. So you get a little bit of, you know, body, uh, body, body shame. Is that what is that, is that what I'm trying to say? You get, it, you're ashamed of your own body. Oh, so go on, and then you see all these, you know, hunky looking guys, you know, on their surfboards with their abs, and you've got like a one pack. But you're, and you're, you're just beautiful a bit like, inside. I certainly am, but that doesn't show well up in pictures. No, but it's good for radio because they don't know. They can't see, so it's Yeah, fine. but I wasn't into radio when I was on the beach, mate. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's not... So you recently got into comedy, but you used yes. to be a singer in a death metal band. Yes, indeed. So I channeled all of that negative hatred I had towards myself into the heavy metal music community. And as a ch- and it, when I was in high school, I got wrapped up with a bunch of guys that started a band. I was helping them lug gear around for a while. It was fun. Then they... Ha- because I played a little bit of piano, my parents parents were really good they got me some piano lessons so I'd play piano for a couple of years but then um I was hanging out with this band you know going to with them to rehearsals they were like oi Kizza why don't you jump on do some do some keyboards for us well I can do that then they said hey Kizza why don't you jump on and do some backing vocals for us and I'm talking this is like death metal this Mm. is I'll give you an example like that, like that kind of singing, right? So I was doing a bit of that backup vocals, and then the singer. But how is that backup vocals? Because how can they okay, hear so, the so, how can they hear the main singer if you're making that? Noise? Well, one of the main singers is going like, "What lies inside?" Like a lot, but then I'll just do I'll just sing on the inside bit. I'll, he'll do a low, I'll do a high. So I was, okay. you know, it was pr- pretty pretty juvenile stuff. But the singer decided to leave. So then they were like, "Wait, Kizza." Why don't you just become the front man? So I went from not even being in the band to being the front man of that band. And I was in that band for 10 years. We released one album, three EPs, two of the East Coast. And fun ensued. And you're going to be in live sessions tonight? Yes, let's do it. Yes, not. Let's do it. No, Tom, well, I mean, you've already I, had I a taste. I don't on. mind. You, you can do that if you want. What? You, uh, 
Tom on acoustic guitar, you doing a bit of. Heavy All right, music. I'm, if you could just quickly <laughs> jot down the lyrics for me on my pad in front of me, I that'd can be do great. A I can then play I can, the triangle. You can ya? Yeah, I think so. Have we got I'll, one? I'll do whatever. You, around. Or what? you dogs? Have we got a triangle? You and dog producer, you and do we have a triangle? No, we don't have a triangle. We can, give, make, we, can make we can make use. We can make use. Like Ralph Wiggum. Ralph Wiggum always plays the triangle in The Simpsons, <laughs> isn't it? Um, I was. I just tried very quickly there to think of my favourite Ralph Wiggum quote, and nothing came to Principal me. Principal Skimster and Skimster. Oh, that, I panicked. <laughs> That's the best one. Well, not the way I did it. Um, I'm lending. <laughs> uh, What's a diorama? Uh, <laughs> I choo choo choose you. Um, tell us about. Uh, yes. Tell us about how you joined a cult as well. Yes, I joined a cult. Accidentally, it was it, it was completely by chance and by accident. So when I when I first arrived in the UK, I was hoping to get a job at the BBC, and I was dead set on that. That's one of the main reasons that I decided to move over to the UK. I was staying with my best friend Steph and in with another girl Emma, and Emma actually owned the place. But unbeknownst to me, Emma had some shall we say emotional problems right. depression okay. anxiety yeah. this kind of thing and a very not supportive boyfriend may I add she went off her medication had a bit of a bad time and decided Kieran you can't stay on my couch while you pursue your dream anymore you've got to get out and find a job so I had to take the first job that was available to me and what was that door knocking for charities it was a bit of a cult the way they were I'm not, I'm not going to name names not naming names but the way that it was run was a little bit culty you know, there's lots of people running around giving a bunch of high fives, being ridiculously positive when really what you're doing is knocking on doors. Guys. So like in the office, but, like these like weird oh, yeah. like psychological things going yeah, on. Yeah, weird psychological things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they promise people the world, which, you know, if you do perform well, you know, you can run your own office one day. So I basically threw my dream of working in radio completely out the window and was like, you know what I think? I, you know what would be good? Knocking on some doors. Yeah, that that's my path to success right here. So I decided to do that for a year and a half. That was it was pretty culty. I could go into stories, but I th I feel as though we'd be getting into dangerous territory. Of being mm, absolutely, a couple yeah. Of names. Well, I do mm. want to say quickly that I did learn a lot. I yes. did learn a lot well, when I was go. there. The, the 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 sales stuff that they teach you while you're there is absolutely fantastic, and I am a richer person for the experience. Ooh. But I did a little bit join a cult. Um, and you've also you you you, you worked in radio as well because you worked yeah. in a, in Australian radio. Correct. How does how does that differ to over here, British radio, Australian radio? Real talk. Mm. Real talk. Um, okay, so I've, I've worked in a bunch of different styles of radio. So I've worked in community stations. I've worked at like big community stations. And then I've also worked for a commercial network as well. Mm. Um, the biggest All in Australia. All in Australia, yeah. I've done some volunteer stuff over here. Like I've got my own radio. Can I give a plug or no? No, no worries. At least I checked. At least, at least I checked. At least I checked. Um, I've, I've, basically, I've done some volunteer work over here. Um, but all the work that I've done has been in Australia. And the main difference that I can see, when I was when I was applying for jobs over here, I realized pretty quickly that most of the industry over here is freelance. Mm. Most of the stuff is out, a lot of stuff is outsourced. There are so few people that they keep on as permanent staff in the production side of radio. I do want to say that, that my, what, like my ambition and my skill set and my qualifications are all in like the audio producing and the paneling and all that sort of stuff. And I had a full-time geek doing that at a commercial network and made good money doing it. But over here, I wanted to do the same thing. There's very little of that going around. And obviously, as 
you know working in radio radio is an extremely clicky industry you've got to know the right person at the right time and you've got to be the right person at the right time you, you worked with a load of like shock jocks as well because that's like yeah 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't even a music station it was a yeah. political talkback station so we were literally covering off the big issues of the day from a right wing standpoint from a conservative standpoint and I, like the guys that were on the air they were properly like I'm not going to name names once again but you know they were getting sued like by like, like lots like we had an entire legal department set up to handle complaints that came in and they came in like like weekly almost we i went through i had to cover like elections i covered like deaths i covered like the olympics you know political talkback is an extremely fast-paced industry and um i loved it i once again i learned a hell of a lot being there the and what guy, are they what are they off like off air the the the, the series even shock more insane than they are on air i kid you not what you say the word shock jock okay I, I'm not going to delve into like the, the terminology, but listen, the guys that do that, right? They get paid millions. I mean millions mm. every year to get on a microphone for three hours, five times, a, three hours a day, five days a week to talk, to give their opinion. They are paid because people think they're right. By talking so much and by communicating with the people that call in consistently, they are convincing themselves that they're right day after day after day. And that would and like that would you, inflate anyone's ego, wouldn't it? Oh, it's, mate, yeah, their egos, egos are in, yeah, mm. correct. It, it would do anyone would fall victim to it. But if you meet one of these guys off air, if if you we're going to get into the terminology now. If you copper spray from one, yes, of these copper guys, spray. What's this? Right, What's copper spray. So, copper spray. Basically, if you if you. I've copped many a spray, can I just say. Copping a spray basically means you've done something wrong and you're getting yelled at. And you, what is you're getting sprayed with saliva. Mm. Like they're yelling at you so much sounds, that you're just getting... Sounds getting... really nice. Sounds nice. Oh, they, yeah. They're, they, they, it's, kind of, it's kind of cathartic. You know, yeah. at the end of... It's one of those... You know, there's that old expression that says, you know, your life is defined by the people that have forced you to have difficult conversations you know if you have like if you just go through life and you never have a difficult conversation you never learn anything about yourself so with you work with these people that are high level operators that are shock jocks that have like amazing like like enormous egos and you and you kind of muck with their kind of anything in their world they cop your you cop a spray half an hour of someone yelling at you you walk home feeling pretty depressed, mm. but you've got work to do the next day. Copper spray. Copper spray. Right. Copped many a spray. So this is uh, comedian Kieran Helmore, and yep. then we've got Tom Johnson. Tom's going to be doing uh, two live songs. Remember, you can get in touch with us uh, throughout the show just uh, using the hashtag, the KP Sessions. We've got stuff, of course, as well on Snapchat and Instagram. We've got more stories to come, including our musician Tom Johnson's experience on uh, the television show, The Voice, here on Miskin mm. Radio. Hi, this is Johnny Rain. Catch me every Tuesday night between 8 and 10 for the Jog On Radio show here on Miskin Radio. That is Skies, uh, the folks in the duo uh, with their new track, Green. Um, so in with me today, of course, we've got uh, Australian comedian Kieran Helmore and Tom Johnson. Um, Tom, uh, you're going to be doing uh, two last songs, one of which is a Sam Smith colour. We're going to be doing that in around about 20 minutes' time. Um, first of all, so you went on The Voice uh, this year, Voice yeah, 2017. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, but I didn't realise you don't know what the judges sort of said until you watch it months later yeah so this year is a, this year was a bit different so usually when it's aired um and if you don't get any turns which unfortunately that's what happened to me so like when, um, the, when the judges turn their seats that means they kind of accept you choose you isn't it Pretty yeah so you, when, while you're singing the, the idea is that, that you want them to turn around and kind of mm. say i want you 
Um, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. But oh. usually when you finish singing, they still turned around and gave you feedback. But this time they changed it and they decided that they weren't going to have anyone turn around if no one turns around while you're singing. Mm, right. um, so you don't get any feedback. So you don't really know how it was or what you could do better next time. Mm. So it was a little bit of a kind of... Is, is that it? Mm. And that feedback's priceless because it's not just sort of, well, I mean, from anyone in the music industry, but it's, it's Will I Am, it's Sir Tom Jones, Jennifer Hudson, and Gavin Rossdale. So, kind of, yeah, know, that, that could be priceless yeah, to you. Uh, couldn't who it? are they? Um, oh, not yeah. obviously. They're, they're, like they're, they're like big names. Dust, isn't it? No, they're big names, and you kind of you go there hoping to obviously work with one of them or, or all of them that's in some capacity. And if you, you don't meet them at all or get anything back from them, it's quite hard. And do you, do, you don't do a whole song either, do you? Don't you only like do no, two you do minutes? 90 seconds. Well, so, what's the thing? Do you know, like, what's the theory behind that? Because it, it's tough to impress anyone in 90 seconds. You've got to impress someone in 90 seconds, and then you've got to. Yeah, that, I mean, how did it kind of feel when they didn't turn around? Like, how, was it was it incredibly pressurised? Um, don't get me wrong, everyone was so lovely on the team and they really look, they really look after everyone mm. and they're so friendly. And from the beginning, it felt like they really cared about you. Um, I just, it, it was one of the most nerve-wracking experiences of my life. Um, I don't really get nervous. I gig a lot and I sing a lot, but there was, I've never felt anything like it. I mean, if you've grown up watching Sir Tom Jones perform and then suddenly you're performing in front... Because when you're not... Are you performing in front of them? Because you can't see him, can you? Because well, there's well, a chair. Technically, like, well, you're performing because there's an audience. So mm. there's, there's... I don't know how many people are in the audience, but there's quite, it's quite a substantial audience. And obviously, they turn around the other way, but I guess they're hearing you. They don't get to see you. They don't get to see what you're doing on the stage. Um, but obviously, the audience is still there. So you want to give them a good show. But could you see the judges? Like, I know they're back to no. turn to you. So you can't... No. Not, like, the chairs are built. The chairs so are so big. Like, literally, I, got, I walked past one and... You you kind of underestimate how like big they Yeah, because they, they just cover every part of the judges. Mm. Like, you don't see anything for, like, you don't see, like, an arm hanging out like, while you're singing. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh, it's real. And yet, real. when you watch the show, you look at them and they can all see each other. So, clearly, it's yeah, a big back, but it doesn't curve all the way around because yeah. they've still got to be able to make exactly. significant glances exactly. at each other. I think they just tuck themselves in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so mm. they just kind Settle of, like, <laughs> yeah, they just have their arms between their legs. And, and uh, so you had, like, your, your family backstage. I always find that really sort of strange and awkward when they, uh, so, like, in any show like that, where you have to go back to to your family afterwards. Was it? Was it? Did you enjoy having your family sort of on the wings? Or? Uh, yeah, I think it's important to have like your support network with you, whether that's family mm. or friends. Um, no matter what the result is, because they're, they're obviously still going to support yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, it, it was strange because obviously it was the first time I'd done anything like that, like being on camera and obviously doing the filming with my mum and dad and like all that kind of happening and then coming to my house and on the day as well. They came to your house, did they? Yeah, they filmed at my house. So what did they? Okay, okay. Yeah, filmed at my work. They came everywhere. They just oh, followed did, me for a so day. So did your work friends absolutely love that? Oh, yeah. I, I, would, I'm a, I work with young people as well. Like in the evenings I do youth work. So mm. they came and filmed the young people that I work with and they were in the music room and they loved it. it I must a, have adored yeah, that. Yeah, it was an experience for them. Um, and you're working on uh, a debut EP at the moment, uh, but it's it's not going to be under your name. That is that is correct. It's 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 a new project. So basically, I've not really released anything properly. Properly, like I've done stuff when I was at university and kind of friends out and helping out friends and just doing it that way. But after the voice, it kind of spurred me on to really put, put a lot of effort into my music and really take time with it and come up with a sound. Um, so yeah, this is kind of a new project that I'm really excited about. Uh, lovely. All right. Well, let's have. Uh, and this song is the single off the new EP. Am I that right? Correct. Say? And so I'll let you uh, introduce the first live song, Tom. Uh, so this song is called "What Went Wrong," and as you heard, this is the single off the EP, which is called "Totem." Mm-hmm. 
So Tom Johnson, uh, What Went Wrong, um, and he's going to be doing uh, a cover of uh, a Sam Smith song in around about 10 minutes' time. And you're going to be able to watch that on Facebook as well. We're going to put it on Facebook Live on the Miskin Radio Facebook page. Uh, time now for a world exclusive. Uh, so this is the first time this song has ever been played on the radio in Kent, in the UK, in Europe on Earth. And uh, it's from Aid Lewis, and it's called Just Let Me Go. Hello, I'm comedian Brandon Craig. And you're listening to the Kieran Pool Sessions. So that is Rise Again uh, from Hemingway. They're going to be here live session in November doing that acoustically. So it'll be really interesting to see how they do that. Uh, so we've got Kieran Helmore, uh, Australian comedian, Hello, and Tom Johnson, uh, musician. Now, Tom was telling us about uh, The Voice and how when he was on it, unfortunately, uh, none, of the, none of the judges, uh, Tom Jones, very famous people, Will I Am, never, didn't turn around, which is required for him to go onto the next stage. So they have spinny chairs, which they will turn around on. And you saying that people at work 
have been mocking you in a particular way by doing it? I think I think it's with love. With I love, think, yeah, lots of love. Um, so, well, it's not just at work; it's just anywhere there's like a spinning chair. Like, so, what will happen? You'll be in front of a spinning chair, and what will your friend do? Well, it doesn't happen as much anymore. But at the time of like when it first ha- first aired, people would kind of just turn around any any moment. I would sing, even if it was just like in my headphones. Like people would just be next to me, and they'd like tap me on the shoulder and turn around on a spinning chair. chair. <laughs> Like, oh, but it wasn't gosh. turning around to look at me. It was turning around the other way. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like, they're looking at you. They tap you on the shoulder and then they turn yeah. away from you. That Which is... doesn't even happen in the show. Oh, yeah. that's so brutal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going to be looking at you the whole way throughout this next song. So do not worry. Me too. Um, so it's going to be a cover. Um, so I'll let you, Tom, introduce it. And if you want to watch it uh, live on Facebook, go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page. That's M-I-S-K-I-N. And you'll be able to watch it as well as listen to it. So, Tom, I'll leave it to you. Uh, this song is Stay With Me by Sam Smith. Not good at a one-night stand But I still need love Cause I'm just a man And these nights never seem to go to plan I don't want you to leave Will you hold my hand? Oh, won't you? Oh, 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 oh,
want you stay with me. That was a stunning. That was absolutely stunning. Thank you. Um, nice. So that was uh, Tom Johnson uh, covering "Stay with Me" uh, from Sam Smith. Uh, so we've also got in the studio with us uh, Australian comedian Kieran Helmore, and it is time for this little beauty of a feature. Worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst, 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 worst jobby wobby, worst jobby wobby, worst. So worst jobby wobby is where we get our guests to talk about, mate, essentially the weirdest, strangest, most peculiar jobs they've ever done because everyone's done one that is very very odd uh so kieran helmore please tell us yours well kieran, kieran. can i call you kieran mm, maybe thanks um so kieran i told you earlier about two jobs that i've had one working for a manic shock jock and then yeah and, and then the other the, one the, was the... in a cult hmm. and believe it or not neither of those two are the worst jobby wobby that i've ever had goodness me what yeah. could it be well, I don't know if you have heard of a... I'm not going to name names. Uh, but before the days of the internet, the only way that there you... Were day, sorry, there were what? Yeah, there were days before the internet. I know, you dogs. You can tell me about those, right? Referring to Ewan in yeah. the... <laughs> the producer Ewan dog is you dogs. Yeah, you dogs. <laughs> right, um, yeah. In the days before the internet, the only way that you could order yourself a pizza was over the phone. And over the phone, a little company had a call centre where there were lots of people sitting around in cubicles taking pizza orders non-stop because it was the only way to order a pizza. And in Australia, you turn 14, nine months, you get a job at the call centre. And I, let me tell you, that was the worst job I ever had. I lasted two days. I didn't even finish training. It was awful. Basically, because it's run by kids... You've just got the, all these children in all these cubicles just sitting around kind of... When you say children, what do you mean children? 14, like, nine months. I'm not, like, no 14, adults. Is that the rule then? You, for, 14, nine Austra- months is the first age that you can get a job in Australia. That sounds, that sounds so random. Because over yeah. here, was it 16? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Why but is it 14, nine, nine months? months? <laughs> you didn't work for HR. Mate, mate, I don't mate, know. Mate, <laughs> no, and the, don't this don't is, make me admin. This isn't just at the call centre. This is like in lo- in na- nation, Australia. nationwide. Okay, 14, oh. nine months. 14, yeah, nine months. It's weird, isn't it? Anyway, so they paired me up with this bloke who was maybe a year older than me. He'd been there for about a year and he was just caning Red Bulls or the Australian equivalent, which is V. V is like an energy drink. Mm-hmm. He was caning these drinks, sitting on the phone talking about how excited he was about the job that he was doing. And he kept like shaking his knee and he had all these codes in his head. He was listening like, hello, Peter, can I take your order? Shouldn't name names, but I did. Um, and basically, you just like he's just on the phone. He's like got all these codes in his head. He's clicking his pen. He's like doing all these little doodles. He's like really frantic. He's like, yeah, it's the best job. Drinking energy. Yeah, this is the this is the lunch. It was absolute manic craziness. I couldn't stand it. I did one day where they did like an induction, and the next day was my day of training with this guy. I don't even remember his name, but and and you know, granted. That one guy might not have been the best representation, but I just saw, you know, hundreds of cubicles. And I just imagined everybody in a situation like me with some crazy guy on the phone training some cra- some young, impressionable youth that I was. And I was just like, this place is, this place is garbage. What was the most oh, popular pizza order that you take? Oh, my, I don't know. I was only there for less than like two days. I was there for like two days. It was awful. It was so bad. It turned me off working in a call center for the rest of my life. I will never work in a call center. I will never work on the phones. Ever, 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 ever. 
my job right now is like well because obviously i'm not just a comedian you know comedians don't make a ton of cash so mm. supplement yeah. their income. so i uh, i do um you know face-to-face sales so it's like communication one-on-one but never on the phone on the phone kills me well how do you what do you stand and someone this as well on the old pineapple debate um, pineapple and pizza no, no way no, on we agree. god's I'm earth bad. no way is it's, pineapple. Just, it's just weird yeah it's sweet too sweet yeah just I, I'm, I have a thing about sweet and savory together anyway like I, in any situation can I ask you a question Tom barbecue sauce on a pizza what yes. do you, what's your opinion yes, you're, you're like a yes that. man See, that, okay well, okay yeah, I think I've just been really? myself yeah. that's kind of sweet isn't it so. it is a bit sweet I, I'm, a, I'm a no I'm a no on barbecue sauce really? on a pizza that's like I my order like is it? barbecue like chicken barbecue like, chicken yeah like bacon and I'm hungry now I, <laughs> that's alright should we go get pizza after this boys Hawaiian, maybe. I. Uh, oh, 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 so you you, you're a pineapple side. man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No. I love the. I love the different, like this, the, the contrast. That, mate, I'm not. Sh- I'm not too sure about you. K, uh, K-, uh, K-, K- notes. Mm. Call me what you like. K tones. K tones. That's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. No, you know. You're, no, you're cool. I like you. I like you. But pineapple on a pizza. So neither what? of you know for pineapple. Oh, okay. No way. Well, what have what have happened if someone had ordered that when you were a child? And uh, you see, you've just reached fourteen nine months. I have. Okay. Going to be fourteen yep, ten yep. soon. Get, get the, I'm on the phone. Ring, ring. Yeah. Good aim. I'm not going to do the Australian accent. I think it's insulting. Try it. Try it. Try it. Give it a crack. Good aim, mate. Oh, good aim. Good aim. Legend, how's it going? Hello, old chap. Uh, I am new to the area. I am from. Oh, London, yeah, right. Oh, nice one. And uh, was just about to order a pizza. Oh, May mate. Have... We can help you out. You've come to the right place. Can I have the one with the ham and the pineapple, please? Are you sure about that? Yes. Oh, actually, mate. I'm not sure if you are. I'm going to go to your competitor then. Cheerio. Sweet as. So this uh, last song... We don't need your business. (laughs) (laughs) Last song of the show uh, is from a chessmith. It's called Queen of the High-Held Head Walk. The gateway to your community. Miskin Radio. Hello, Kieran here. Thank you for downloading. If you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.